Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Brighton. Um, yep, I just finished watching the evening kickoff scheduled today. Um, before the match kicked off, we were aware of um, Manchester City dropping points to Wolves away from home, which, to be fair to Wolves, they look like the side that are going to probably end up in the top 10, even though they just got promoted from the championship. So, I commend them for stopping Manchester City from gaining three points. I commend them for not being compact, doing the low block, typical tactics that you see from lower lower leagues, lower position sides. And obviously the rewards have paid dividends. So fair play to Wolves. Which means that for Liverpool, they had to beat Brighton in order to um, sit top of the Premier League. So no much, not pressure, not really much pressure, especially when you're playing at home, and you know you're unbeaten for sixteen months now in the Prem. Sixteen months unbeaten in the Prem, it's quite impressive. So yeah, so the lineup. Once again, it was unchanged from the Crystal Palace on Monday night. Jurgen Klopp decided to stick with the same formula because if it's working, you keep the momentum, right? So for once, I want to actually have to go through the lineup, you know? So, yeah. So the game starts now and it's slow. I cannot lie. Um, that Usually, the tempo kind of builds up here and there but it was like we were treating it for a training ground game like we were passing we were comfortable in possession don't get me wrong but when it came to trying to make passes in the final third it was looking so disjointed so I, I can't remember the amount of times I remember set uh Mo Salah and Firmino trying to do little flicks here and there to create space and try and create a chance. Um, the first chance I remember, one of those, yeah, they tried the flick thing and then they passed it to Robertson. Robertson drilled the ball in across the six-yard box, but it was kind of in mid-air. Mane tried to head it, but it hit his chest and went wide. No, it hit his chest and the keeper comfortably saved it. Um, I think there was another chance Mane had. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, but he had to shoot on his weaker foot, kind of similar. But yeah, cause, but because there was no angle, that he had three defenders blocking the angle of where he wanted to shoot, so he couldn't really create that. Um, when it, so when it came to the shot, it was difficult for him to get on target. And yeah, in terms of individual performance. Mane was completely off in this first half. He gave the ball away at least five five times from what I remember. And there's little things like the build up to the the build up to trying to get in the final third. He'd be giving the ball away. Or when he'd thought somebody would make a run, but they didn't make the run, he would pass it and then it was just disjointed. And Nibikato was kinda doing he was kind of doing similar things, but the good thing Naby Keita was doing was he always made sure he won the ball back in them situations where he realised he messed up. 
And yeah, that was pretty much the first half. I don't really remember Brighton having a a, a chance. I think Knockard, Knockart, whatever his name is, he kind of had a shot which Allison comfortably saved. So that wasn't a problem. Um, however, at, towards the end, it took until about 25 minutes until we had our first goal. So Brighton have a free kick from their own half um, near the keepers near the, near their own keepers box they pl- they play out slowly but they get complacent i can't remember who has the ball one of their brighton defenders has their back towards the op- towards the opposition goal that they're going for james milner creeps up behind him gagan presses him slide tackles him from the side wins the ball back Firmino picks up this ball starts dribbling Salah makes that diagonal run to create the angle for Firmino to pass the ball into Salah he passes it into Salah now Salah glances up at glances up hits the ball first time curls it past the keeper who gets a tiny flick with his finger onto it which ricochets onto the post and rolls into the back of the net 1-0 Liverpool Finally, the break, the deadlock's been broken. Um, and yeah, Mbo Salah scores at home at Anfield again. So that's 29 goals at home in 29 Premier League home appearances. So, which is, yeah, and you know what he did last season, 44 goals. He, he looks like he's going to do that again. So yeah, that was the first half. Second half now, it was more or less the same but it was even more disjointed, like, um, yeah, just more passes that just weren't connecting. Every time we won the ball back from Brighton, Liverpool are notorious for counter-attacking teams, right? We did not really counter at all. We won the ball back, but it was too passive. We were allowing Brighton to reshape and re- and become compact again. Rather than be more direct, be more fluid, it just wasn't working, you know? And, and, and we were suffering, we were architects of our own downfall. And I don't know if it's... The commentators were saying Brighton were doing well to slow Liverpool down. It was more of a case of Liverpool slowing Liverpool down. Because we could have blown them away if we wanted to, but we just... We were just too passive, and I don't, I don't get why we were so slow. I, and maybe it was just one of those games where I understand where you don't really perform at your best, but you just really kind of have to find a way to get over the line. So yeah, we were, it was just more or less the same looking disjointed. Brighton were then slowly increasing their pressure on us. Allison had moments where he was on the ball. Glenn Murray was about to close him down. He'll do a little trick skill past him. Anfield crowd olayed, gave him the encouragement. Yeah, you can play out from the back. And then about 10 minutes later, he does it again. But it's, uh, Glenn Murray kind of gets to him, barges him, but it leads him to slide and make sure the ball is out of the way. So it's telling me that Allison as a keeper, um, when he has the ball in his feet, he's going to be a risk taker. And I can guarantee there'll be a time where it's not going to work and we get hurt and they score. Because it happened with Man City's Edison keeper last season. He was doing the same stuff and he'd get caught a couple of times. But 
if we if Klopp tells him to play from the back, then I guess that's what he has to do. But other than that, in terms of um, him stopping crosses coming in the box, he was very assured. He, he he knows how to read the ball when it comes to crosses. There'll be times where we see Karius immediately last season be left in limbo or be a bit uncertain. But um, Allison made sure that when it came to floated, floating balls in the box that he would deal with it comfortably. So he had no issue there. Um, yeah, Mane again giving the ball away. Salah, he had the chances he kind of... I mean, he had half chances, but when it came to him... He would the ball would just go off target. Um yeah, James Milner was getting um clamped a lot. I think he was getting really he was getting fouled quite a bit today. Uh Genie Wijnaldum was just there to make sure we were ticking, but he didn't really do anything that was like key or noteworthy of the contribution to our performance. And then Kato was kind of mm, I don't know, a bit below par. It just felt very below par. And it led Klopp to do a substitution, Henderson for Keita. And then later on, we saw Mane come off for storage. And then again, then in the last, from the 75th minute onwards, um, I Brighton began to put pressure on us. They were winning corners. Um, they were just being more direct, which fair enough to them. They They, they gave it a goal. And usually it's about damage limitations or how much you can stop Liverpool by scoring by. But they they had a kind of a fair goal at us, which, which after you beat Man United, they're entitled to do that because you've got that confidence and momentum to keep going forward. And then it made Jurgen Klopp think, oh shit, okay. We, okay, it's looking like we're not going to score another goal. Let's just hold what we have. And then I think from the 87th minute, Matip came on for Trent Alexander-Arnold. And then it put basically three centre backs on, so yeah. And then we just had to deal with the danger from there on, and kind of see the game out. So that was um, that was pretty much it, which we managed to do. Yes, it was below par performance. It was really irritating to watch live. I cannot lie, but the most important thing is we win, and we get the three points. So. That's the most important thing. And yeah, so we're top of the league now. And um, yeah, it puts pressure on Man City. It's all about playing. Sometimes you have to play not so good and win. That's how it goes sometimes. And um, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. If you want to be title contenders, you know. Because last season we had, I think, eight draws at home. Last season, that would have been the game where Alisson might have... If he hadn't made that crucial save within the last 10 minutes, of uh, it's 1-1 and we drop points. But we're not seeing that we saw a win. So I hope in the next game against Leicester next week that it's a different outcome where we can come out and play well, finish top of the league before the international break. And build on from here. So yeah, this podcast relatively short, I compared to how I what I usually do. Um, I think the Champions League draws on a Thursday, so I might do a LFC reactions to the Champions League draw, and what I think will happen and who our opponents will be. So yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. 
and make sure to like and share it amongst your friends and tell as many people as they, as you can. And yeah, thank thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Brighton. Um, yep, I just finished watching the evening kickoff scheduled today. Um, before the match kicked off, we were aware of um, Manchester City dropping points to Wolves away from home, which, to be fair to Wolves, they look like the side that are going to probably end up in the top 10, even though they just got promoted from the Championship. So, I commend them for... Stopping Manchester City from gaining three points, I commend them for not being compact, doing the low block, typical tactics that you see from lower lower leagues, lower position sides, and obviously the rewards have paid dividends. So fair play to Wolves, which means that for Liverpool, they had to beat Brighton in order to um, sit top of the Premier League. So, no much, not pressure, not really much pressure, especially when you're playing at home, and you know you're unbeaten for sixteen months now in the prem. Sixteen months unbeaten in the prem, it's quite impressive. So yeah, so the lineup, once again, it was unchanged from the Crystal Palace on Monday night. Jurgen Klopp decided to stick with the same formula because. If it's working, you keep the momentum, right? So, for once, I won't actually have to go through the lineup, you know? So, yeah. So, the game starts now. And it's slow. I cannot lie. Um, that Usually, the tempo kind of builds up here and there. But it was like we were treating it for a training ground game, like we were passing, we were comfortable in possession, don't get me wrong. But when it came to trying to make passes in the final third, it was looking so disjointed. So, I, I can't remember the amount of times I remember uh, Mo Salah and Firmino trying to do little flicks here and there to create space and try and create a chance. Um, the first chance I remember... One of those, yeah, they tried the flick thing and then they passed it to Robertson. Robertson drilled the ball in across the six-yard box, but it was kind of in mid-air. Mane tried to head it, but it hit his chest and went wide. No, it hit his chest and the keeper comfortably saved it. Um, I think there was another chance Mane had. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, but he had to shoot on his weaker foot, kind of similar. But yeah, cause, but because there was no angle, that he had three defenders blocking the angle of where he wanted to shoot, so he couldn't really create that. Um, when it, so when it came to the shot, it was difficult for him to get it on target. And yeah, in terms of individual performance, Mane was completely off in this first half. He gave the ball away at least five five times. From what I remember, and it's little things like the build up to the the build up to trying to get in the final third, he'd be giving the ball away, 
Or when he'd thought somebody would make a run, but they didn't make the run, he would pass it and then it was just disjointed. And Naibi Keita was kind of doing, he was kind of doing similar things, but the good thing Naibi Keita was doing was he always made sure he won the ball back in them situations where he realised he messed up. And yeah, that was pretty much the first half. I don't really remember Brighton having a, a, a chance. I think Knockard, Knockart, whatever his name is, he kind of had a shot which Allison comfortably saved. So that wasn't a problem. Um, however, at, towards the end, it took until about 25 minutes until we had our first goal. So Brighton have a free kick from their own half um, near the keepers, near, the, near their own keeper's box. They they play out slowly, but they get complacent. I can't remember who has the ball. One of their Brighton defenders has their back towards the op- towards the opposition goal that they're going for. James Milner creeps up behind him. Gagan presses him. Sly tackles him from the side, wins the ball back. Firmino picks up this ball, starts dribbling. Salah makes that diagonal run to create the angle for Firmino to pass the ball into Salah. He passes it into Salah now. Salah glances up, at, glances up, hits the ball first time, curls it past the keeper who gets a tiny flick with his finger onto it, which ricochets onto the post and rolls into the back of the net. 1-0 Liverpool. Finally, the break, the deadlock's been broken. Um, and yeah, Salah scores at home at Anfield again. So that's 29 goals at home in 29 Premier League home appearances. So, which is, yeah, and you know what he did last season, 44 goals. He it looks like he's going to do that again. So yeah, that was the first half. Second half now, it was more or less the same. But it was even more disjointed, like, um, yeah, just more passes that just weren't connecting. Every time we won the ball back from Brighton, Liverpool are notorious for counter-attacking teams, right? We did not really counter at all. We won the ball back, but it was too passive. We were allowing Brighton to reshape and re and become compact again. Rather than be more direct, be more fluid. It just wasn't working, you know? And, and, and we were suffering. We were architects of our own downfall. And I don't know if it's... The commentators were saying Brighton were doing well to slow Liverpool down it was more of a case of Liverpool slowing Liverpool down because we could have blown them away if we wanted to but we just we were just too passive and I don't I don't get why we were so slow and maybe it was just one of those games where I understand where you don't really perform at your best but you just really kind of have to find a way to get over the line so yeah we it was just more or less the same looking disjointed. Brighton were then slowly increasing their pressure on us. Allison had moments where he was on the ball. Glenn Murray was about to close him down. He'll do a little trick skill past him. Anfield crowd olayed, gave him the encouragement. Yeah, you can play out from the back. And then about 10 minutes later, he does it again. But it's, uh, Glenn Murray kind of gets to him barges him but it leads him to slide and make sure the ball is out the way so it's telling me that Allison as a keeper 
um, when he has the ball in his feet, he's going to be a risk taker. And I can guarantee there'll be a time where it's not going to work and we get hurt and they score. Because it happened with Man City's Edison keeper last season. He was doing the same stuff and he'd get caught a couple of times. But if we if Klopp tells him to play from the back, then I guess that's what he has to do. But other than that, in terms of um, him stopping crosses coming in the box, he was very assured. He, he, he knows how to read the ball when it comes to crosses. There'll be times where we see Karius immediately last season be left in limbo or be a bit uncertain. But... Um, Alisson made sure that when it came to floated, floating balls in the box that he would deal with it comfortably so he had no issue there um, yeah Mane again giving the ball away Salah he had the chances he kind of I mean he had half chances but when it came to him he would the ball would just go off target um, yeah James Milner was getting um, clamped a lot I think he was getting really, he was getting fouled quite a bit today. Uh, Genie Wijnaldum was just there to make sure we were ticking, but he didn't really do anything that was like key or noteworthy of the contribution to our performance. And yeah, and Kato was kind of, I don't know, a bit below par. It just felt very below par. And it led Klopp to do a substitution, Henderson for Kato. And then later on, we saw Mane come off for storage. And then again, then in the last, from the 75th minute onwards, um, I, Brighton began to put pressure on us. They were winning corners. Um, they were just being more direct, which fair enough to them. They, they, they gave it a goal. And usually it's about damage limitations or how much you can stop Liverpool by scoring by. But they, they had a kind of a fair goal at us, which, which after you beat Man United, they're entitled to do that because you've got that confidence and momentum to keep going forward. And then it made Jurgen Klopp think, oh shit, okay. We, okay, it's looking like we're not going to score another goal. Let's just hold what we have. And then I think from the 87th minute, Matip came on for Trent Alexander-Arnold. And then it put basically three centre-backs on. So, yeah. And then we just had to deal with the danger from there on and kind of see the game out. So that was um, that was pretty much it, which we managed to do. Yes, it was below par performance. It was really irritating to watch live. I cannot lie. But the most important thing is we win and we get the three points. So that's the most important thing. And yeah, so we're top of the league now, and um, yeah, it puts pressure on Man City. It's all about playing. Sometimes you have to play not so good and win. That's how it goes sometimes. And um, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. If you want to be title contenders, you know, because last season we had I think eight draws at home. Last season that would have been the game where. Alisson might have, if he hadn't made that crucial save within the last 10 minutes of uh, it's 1-1 and we drop points. But we're not seeing that we saw a win. So I hope in the next game against Leicester next week that it's a different outcome where we can come out and play well, finish top of the league before the international break and build on from here. So yeah, this podcast relatively short. I, uh, compared to how I what I usually do, um, 
I think the Champions League draw is on a Thursday. So I might do a LFC reactions to the Champions League draw and what I think will happen and who our opponents will be. So yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you for listening and make sure to like and share it amongst your friends and tell as many people as they, as you can. And yeah, thank thank you for listening. <laughs>